0: Welcome to Northern Nevada Green Living Podcast, where we support your quest for a happier, healthier, planet-friendly life that supports you, your family, and community. This show is produced by Go Green Locally, a nonprofit resource supporting eco-conscious choices at the local level. GoGreenLocally.org is where you can connect to the Northern Nevada Online Green Hub to find or share with six different directories for local events, projects, groups, nonprofits, businesses, online resources, or promotions. Visit the Hub today to sign up for email subscriptions, where monthly we send you the list of local events and any local green promotions that have been shared in the directory. Events, whether they are virtual or in-person, are a great way to support your greener lifestyle and ways to make our communities more sustainable and eco-friendly. Today, I'm speaking with Katie Colling, who is the founder and manager of Katerina's Garden, a community garden that is seeking to help feed people that are food insecure with healthy, fresh foods grown right in the neighborhood. Katie was the vice president of RISE for seven years, and she is the founder and manager of Katerina's Garden and Compost program since its inception in 2017. Welcome to the show, Katie. So just to start out, so I think some people might mistakenly think that uh, Katerina's Garden is named after your own name. Can you tell us um, what this garden is actually named after?
1: Yes. So um, Katerina's Garden and Compost Program was actually named after Katerina von Boren, which is the wife of Martin Luther of the Lutheran Church. And we actually have our garden uh, behind a Faith Lutheran Church off West 7th Street. So we named it um, after his wife and the many women like him who do equal things of that of their partner in history, but are left out of the popular narrative.
0: Nice. So on on that topic, so my understanding is that the garden is located on the grounds of the local church. and And so can you tell me like maybe how this came about and maybe how this is working as an advantage for your project?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, In 2017, I was the vice president for RISE and we had many giving garden programs uh, or many giving gardens, I should say, uh, where we grew food in people's backyards. We grew food at um, Eddie House. That was the name of it, Eddie House. So we had a few gardens, but nothing major. And so in 2017, um, Ted and I, and he is who was also at rise we went searching for a garden to actually start and the faith lucent church actually approached us at one of those like uh community events and they're like we have an amazing church or we have amazing garden but we don't have any parishioners to man the garden they're like well we need a garden so (laughs) i feel like this, this would really work out so we met up with them and um they had a huge uh, gated garden, they had a big property, they had a passion to grow food for people in poverty, and that's exactly what we were looking for. So we partnered with them and started the garden in
0: 2017. Nice. nice. So so tell us a little bit about the RISE program and, and what that was and some of the things that you did and, and maybe why it's is or isn't still in existence?
1: Good point. So Rise started in 2012 uh, with a group of friends of mine. And we were like, we want to do something to change the world. We just don't know what. And so we're like, well, at the time, we were filling up a big pot full of food and um, bringing it to the shelter every Saturday and just doing a community potluck every Saturday. And so we decided to build off that. And so we, we had the potluck and then I started doing the free market, which is like blankets and pillows and backpacks and hygiene items. So we had a free market um, and then our friend Ted had giving gardens. And so we had this like little collective of things that we were doing for people in poverty and we started the nonprofit with that idea in mind of like a, a rise with building an alternative to capitalism, if that makes sense. And so, you know, we, we were doing that from 2012 until 2017 when we started the garden. And then I was gone for about a year. And when I came back, Rise moved on to doing housing instead of gardening. So they were like, in fact, last year, they got the contract with the county to run the homeless shelter for the women, seniors, and uh, the family shelter. So they kind of just moved on to go towards, you know, taking managing the homeless shelter. And so we kind of broke off from them. And now it's just Katerina's garden and compost program. And so they're just two different things. They're both still up and running and <laughs> doing everything. They're just two separate. Things, so.
0: so how does your program work? Do you serve people that have like identified as um, needing help through another organization? Or how do people let you know that? You know, maybe they would love to be a recipient of some of this produce. How does that work?
1: So as of right now, all of our produce is um, distributed at the Faith Lutheran Church Pantry on Mondays at 11. And so they everything gets disseminated through that pantry. You can just show up and go through the line like everybody else. And that includes the church parishioners, people in the community, and the volunteers. We all just go through that line to get any of the produce that we need. That pantry is specifically for people who are in poverty. Okay,
0: nice. So um, how does your compost program work? Um, Like, where do you get the materials for it? And how, how has that
1: been going? It's going pretty good. So what we do is we have buckets behind the church next to the compost, and the parishioners and people in the community can come and grab a bucket fill it up with green waste and bring it back. And usually the way they do it is on Sundays, we get a new load of buckets because they come to church, they drop off, they pick up a new one. And so once they bring it back, we throw it into the green waste bin and turn it into compost. We have a three bin compost system, which means we have the green waste in one bin, um, the mixed in the middle bin, and then the completed compost at the end. So we kind of use that system to go through everything. Um, This year, we got like a bulk amount of green waste from people like a large amount so we could make a big amount of compost for the garden. So we have like two yards of soil right now because of that we made up personally, which is a pretty big deal in my opinion that's a lot of turning. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot of work. So your
0: volunteers, are they like members of the church or maybe students um,
1: in the area or how does that work? So most, yes, there are some parishioners that volunteer, but most of our volunteer base is like activists, if that makes sense, people who want to, you know, build alternatives to the system that we're currently living under. And so our alternative is growing food sharing our sharing our food I guess for lack of a better word and then we have dreams of growing the program a little bit bigger to build an actual alternative for people to to lift themselves up out of poverty so we're working on it but yeah most of the volunteers are are people in that line that want to um you know it's it's more than just the food for lack of a better word
0: yeah. So tell me about what maybe your vision would be if you could have the local community really function in a way that you feel is really positive.
1: Let me describe what we are hoping to accomplish with the garden, and maybe that'll answer that question. Right now, we grow food, obviously, in our 25 by 36 foot garden. We have the compost system where we make our own soil. What We, and we share land with the church, so we caretake some of it and we planting wildflowers on the hill and putting wood chips down and improving the land. And then in the future, what we'd like to do is add housing to that mix. So at the end of the Faith Lutheran Church parking lot, they have property. And what we'd like to do is build two homes, one for the compost hand and one for the garden hand. So there's two people taking care of the property and growing food and ideally homesteading on that property. And then once we can prove that model works, that someone can share land with someone else, grow food for the community, and live on that property, um, we want to expand it to make it replicatable, which means put two more housing on property for two more interns. And then we would teach those interns how to do the same thing that we're doing, and then hook them up with another church or organization to do the same thing over there. So we'd be building little pockets of places for people who want to homestead want to live off the land want to live outside of the norm we want to give them the opportunity to do that within city limits within our community and so yeah and then make it replicatable so that you know more people can do it
0: (laughs) great so you're going to try to like build a a model and basically create a viable system and then hopefully share that in other
1: places. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, so are there any things that would be helpful if the community wants to donate items or time or
1: funds? For the first time in four years, we are running a fundraiser right now. Um, this is our first one and it's on GoFundMe. I don't, I'll have to get you the information, but yeah, so we're fundraising for about $2,200. And what that covers is new irrigation supplies, a shed, because we need a shed. We're sharing with the church right now and it's it's not good. <laughs> there's so much stuff. In it. Um, shed, and then the, the funds that we need to file for a 501c3 nonprofit. So we're fundraising for all that money so that we can file for a nonprofit in August and pursue that future goal of housing. So there's funds. And then if you want to actually help You can come and meet with us uh, Sundays at 11. We're there every Sunday at 11. If it's weather is bad, we're inside the church talking about the garden. And if the weather's good, we're outside the church working in the garden. Anybody is welcome. We love new faces.
0: (laughs) Great. And so do you have a website or a Facebook page or?
1: Both. um, Katarina'sgarden.org is our website and Facebook page you know obviously we post pictures every week of our activities and what we did so that people can kind of keep up on that so and then we have an Instagram account that's our social media presence
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so I also wanted to ask you what type of um Like, are you using a certain kind of gardening methods or kind of a little bit of hybrid of all kinds of things? Or
1: We are attempting to do permaculture techniques in our garden. Uh, We're not perfect, obviously. We can't call ourselves organic because... When we first started, there was plastic in there. And I guess, according to my friend, Alex, if you've had plastic in it at least two years, then it affects whether you can call yourself organic. But um, yeah, we, instead of tilling the ground, we use a broad fork. Um, we are building, this year we built permanent rows so that in the future we can leave plants in the ground and not take them out and till every year. We want to use that to of like making the root mycelium system strong. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I'm not a, um, a farmer, so I'm not really good at all the technology, but we're learning as we go. And that's the important part. Nice. Yeah.
0: And there's, you know, so many people in the community that are interested in that. So it would be like an awesome way for them to contribute to your, to your program.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, thank
0: you so much for everything that you're doing to really, you know, make our community a better place and, um, a wonderful program i really appreciate what you're doing and thank you for taking the time to share it with us
1: yeah thank you for listening to me i appreciate it
0: <laughs> before we jump into our community green event section we'd like to mention that go green locally is hosting a booth at the riverside farmers market which is the equivalent of earth day in one booth stretched out over the year we have two tables with over 30 clipboard flyers of local green nonprofits groups and initiatives. Some of the weeks, individual nonprofits will be covering the booth and sharing demonstrations, materials, and specifics about their programs and volunteer opportunities. We'll also have various promotions where green businesses will be holding demonstrations and providing free samples of their green services or products that they provide to our community. There'll always be something new to see or take home and you can quickly catch up on what our green nonprofits and groups are doing, events and activities coming up, things you can support, and volunteer work you can participate in. And now for a list of the many events coming up this month and in May. Starting with April 19th, a multi-day event, Tahoe Trash Pickup Challenge, Earth Week Edition. Then we have Tom Cook Trail, South Truckee Meadows Guided Hike, April 19th. Earth Day Climate Stripes, Squaw Alpine, April 21st. Wild and Scenic Film Festival, April 23rd. Truckee Meadows Park Foundation Spring Plantapalooza, Saturday, April 24th. River Cleanup, April 24th, with Green Vibe World. Earth Day March for a Green New Deal, Saturday, April 24th. River Friendly Landscaping, April 21st. The Truckee River, presented by Beverly Harry, presentation, April 29th. KTMB's Great Community Cleanup, Saturday, May 1st. Great Basin Co op annual seedling sale, Saturday, May 22nd. A woodworking pallet wood shelf class free workshop, May 28th. Reno Food Systems Park Farm warm season veggie seedling sale, Sunday, May 30th. And KTMB's bicentennial flower planting, Saturday, June 5th. So hope to see you at one of these local green events. And don't miss out on subscribing for local event lists that are delivered straight to your inbox once a month. And if you know of another event we haven't shared, then please add it to the event list where it's always free to log in and list it. Thanks for joining us for Local Share Green Action. Until next time, let's all use our unique talents and abilities and take meaningful green local action that benefits the planet and people.